The Chicago White Sox split a doubleheader with the Kansas City Royals. Uh, if I'm being honest, it was an uninspiring day of baseball for the White Sox on Tuesday as they barely escaped with the game to win. Lance Lynn had some colorful language about his outing, so you know what that meant. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez, Davis Martin, Aloy Jimenez, and Lenin Sosa provided some excitement, but the big news of the day was the Tim Anderson injury. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked on White Socks. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some time to talk uh, White Sox with you. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The White Sox made it interesting, but managed uh, to split the doubleheader. Sox offense continues to disappoint with runners in scoring position. Uh, the bullpen shined once again. Lenin Sosa had a game he'll never forget. And unfortunately, more injury news uh, to report. Our Chicago White Sox are 56 and 54. Uh, Tuesday was a tough day. Uh, kind of some boring baseball there for a while. Uninspiring, uh, lifeless. Uh, thus is the 2022 White Sox at time. Uh, there was some silver linings, of course. Uh, the Sox split with the Royals, but you know it was kind of ugly. A few bright spots to celebrate, uh, but a lot of missed opportunities, and, and thankfully it did not cost the Sox in the nightcap. Uh, again, we keep talking about this 19-game stretch that the Sox have been playing uh, against teams that are sub-500, and right now the Sox are 8-6. and six. Uh, during that stretch, uh, Minnesota is playing uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers as the Sox are battling uh, the Royals here. Uh, before the game, uh, before the doubleheader, uh, news started to you know sprinkle throughout social media, uh, rumors all over the place, and it was reported uh, that Tim Anderson. Uh, was having uh, some hand issue. Uh, I don't. We didn't know exactly to what extent. There was some reports uh, circulating. Maybe four to six weeks he was going to be out because of 
uh, a ligament and no word really on and from the White Sox standpoint, because he was still technically serving that suspension, uh, game one of the doubleheader, uh, Daryl Von Scoven from the Chicago Sun-Times did tweet this out uh, before game one. Uh, Tim Anderson returned home Sunday night to have his left hand examined. Uh, occurred during final at-bat Saturday at Texas. It was on a check swing in the ninth inning. Again, that was the game the Sox lost eight to nothing. Tim Anderson served last game of suspension in game one of Tuesday's double header. Uh, so White Sox did get around to making a final, uh, I should say formal word on that. Uh, that was after game one. Uh, they said that uh, there was a torn band in his middle finger on the left hand. Uh, Anderson was placed in the 10-day IL. However, he will undergo surgery on Thursday and will miss approximately six weeks. Uh, that puts uh, the return date around September 20th. Uh, so with that news right there, I just personally, I don't think we're going to see Tim Anderson uh, back with the White Sox this season. Maybe, maybe it's a, you know, it's a quick fix. Uh, he, he heals. Uh, and the Sox, you know, they get into the postseason and then you might you might see him. Uh, but we're talking about, you know, does he does he rehab? Can he rehab? You know, I know AAA, I know minor the minor leagues, you know, their season ends uh, in late September. So I don't even know if he would an opportunity to rehab anywhere. Uh, just a really a gut punch. This team has dealt with so many injuries this season. I mean, they dealt with them last year. You thought, okay, that can't happen again. And it sure has happened to this team, uh, not only from pitching, but from offense, uh, defense. It's been uh, it's been a nightmare. And this was the guy. Uh, he's been struggling. Tim Anderson has been struggling and, you know, a lot of things going on in his world and he just hasn't looked right. Uh, but apparently it was the last at bat on Saturday uh, where he they showed a video of him uh he he they had a check swing and he went to first base and he was examining his hand and apparently that's that's how it happened so uh i guess we'll keep keep watch on how that surgery goes we're probably going to see a lot of Lurie garcia whether we like it or not at shortstop um you know you're you're hopefully going to see some lenin sosa now uh, Josh Harrison, you know, those are your, those are your infielders coming into Tuesday. Lurie Garcia was slashing 231, 250, 256 in 12 games at shortstop, uh, during this 2022 season in total entering Tuesday's doubleheader. Garcia had played in 77 games this season, slashing 216, 240, 282. Uh, so who will take over that leadoff spot, though? And uh, it most likely will be Pollock. He's had a lot of success in the leadoff spot throughout his career, uh, whether it was Arizona or the Dodgers, hitting over 400 uh, in the one spot. Uh, he's been there recently, especially in the previous series in Texas. And I think we're going to see him. He, you saw that in the doubleheader. And the problem is, can Pollock stay healthy enough, though, to continually hit in the one spot? If he can give a charge 
for the Sox offense, then we need to see him in consecutive games. And he has been playing, uh, but, you know, those legs are always an issue. Speaking of injuries, uh, the Sox uh, reinstated Ronaldo Lopez uh, after game one of the doubleheader, and we got to see him in game two. Uh, we'll talk about uh, both of those games and uh, the highs and lows, but really the, the big story uh, that we're going to have to figure out, you know, how to navigate our way around this uh, is the Tim Anderson injury. You know, the, a lot of people will say, of course, uh, the way Tim Anderson goes is the way the Chicago White Sox go. And uh, without him, uh, an all-star, uh, a leader, um, you know, it, it's going to be a struggle. Uh, who is going to pick up the slack uh, for the White Sox? Uh, the White Sox, absolutely awful in first games of a series, and I'm going to tell you why that did not change on Tuesday. More on that in a moment. Did you know the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? The liver is the body's metabolic furnace. It's responsible for flushing out harmful toxins and igniting your fat-burning metabolism. But thanks to modern diets, rich and unhealthy processed foods, and constant exposure to the thousands of man-made and environmental toxins, most of us have overworked livers. But now it's easy to rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. Liver Health Formula contains eight liver-boosting supernutrients, all of which work together to wake up a sluggish liver and turn it into a toxin-flushing and fat-burning machine. No more bloated belly, no more uncomfortable digestion, no more feeling tired and low on energy all the time. And best of all, liver health formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long term. As a listener of the show, you can try a liver health formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. Curb Fit is a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant, making it easy to say no to naughty foods. This makes it the perfect complement to liver health formula. Go to getliverhealth.com MLB to learn more. Again, that's get liverhealth.com slash MLB to try liver health formula completely risk-free and claim your free bottle of curb fit with your order. Go to liverhealth.com slash MLB now to get started. Game one of the doubleheader, it was a rough one for the White Sox as uh, the first game of a series tends to be throughout the season. Sox lost to the Royals uh, four to two, uh, not much going on for the offense at all. Brady Singer was on the mound for the Kansas City Royals to start things off. Um, first inning for the White Sox, they saw six pitches. I'm not talking about one batter. I'm talking about uh, the entire, th the three batters uh, that Singer faced, a total of six pitches. So, uh, either there was a game plan of attack something early because you don't want to see Singer late in account or just that classic over-aggressive uh, attitude from the White Sox, but only six uh, pitches. Third inning, Josh Harrison with a solo home run down the left field line, barely got out, but it was a quick 1-0 lead for the White Sox. 
Uh, Pollock fouled one off the left side of his foot. Uh, he stayed in the game, thankfully. Uh, got a flash all the way to sixth inning. Robert and Aloy with some two-out offense. Uh, runners at the corners for Abreu, and he lined out to second base. Uh, let's go to the eighth. Something cooking there. Two men on with one out. Uh, Robert flew out to center field. Jimenez uh, struck out. Ninth inning for the White Sox. Uh, they had something going here. Andrew Vaughn doubled. Mankata with a sack fly. It was 4-2 at that point. Still trailing Kansas City by two. Garcia uh, was hit by a pitch. So you got two on, one out. Harrison struck out. Grandal grounded to first. Again, not much going on offensively for the White Sox. Only two runs, seven hits, zero walks, eight strikeouts, Two extra base hits. Uh, that was from Vaughn and Harrison. A lot of warning track power, uh, but nothing falling in the gaps. Uh, with runners in scoring position, 0 for 5. And that was unfortunately a theme during the double header. Uh, so how was the pitching? How did Lance Lynn uh, stack up against the Royals? Uh, the Royals clearly made some adjustments and handled Lynn much better than the last time they saw him. Again, the previous start for Lance Lynn uh, was that that rain delay game uh, on the south side of Chicago where Lynn started the game. There was that hour-long uh, rain delay, and then uh, he came back in and pitched really well against the Royals uh, that game. But they must have went to the video, made some adjustments. They handled him really well. Uh, third inning, Lynn gave up a two-run home run, uh, and the Royals jumped ahead two to one. Fourth inning, Lynn was at 68 pitches after four. Uh, he gave up five hits, two earned runs, a walk, and three strikeouts. Sixth inning, uh, Lynn gave up another two-run home run, and then it was 4-1 Kansas City. Four runs was all the Royals needed so a pair of two-run home runs uh, given up by Lynn. Uh, Lynn's final line on the day, six innings pitched, seven hits, four earned runs, a walk, five strikeouts, and again, those two home runs. His ERA is 5.88. Uh, Lance Lynn, of course, with some very colorful language after the game, as he has been known to do after a sloppy start. Hey, I love seeing the passion, uh, but he needs to start producing. Uh, I, I love that he knows what he did wrong and he is frustrated. Uh, but, you know, I don't think he's going to get too many more starts yet. The season is winding down. Uh, we need a consistent Lance Lynn. No more hiccups. Uh, just solid starts from here on out. Uh, Joe Kelly and Matt Foster clean things up. Uh, the bullpen shined in the doubleheader. They gave up nothing, uh, but Sox lost a four to two. Ronaldo Lopez returned. Aloy Jimenez explored the outfield with hits, and Lenin Sosa made the most of his playing time. I'm going to tell you why game two was definitely better. Uh, more on that in a moment. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're customizing an engagement ring or designing diamond stud earrings, 
Online jeweler Blue Nile will allow you to create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile Anniversary Sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Okay, game two of the doubleheader, the nightcap. Hey, it was it was still pretty ugly, but the Sox uh, were able to hold on. They beat the Royals three to two. Uh, so not in the lineup for game two, Luis Robert, which uh, Ozzy Guillen calling him out in the pregame on NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, the fact that he cannot play at his age, uh, center field for two straight games. Uh, it is pretty goofy. Uh, you know, I know he's just coming back after dealing with that, you know, head cold, dizziness, health situation. But if he's right, I mean, he needs to be playing uh, every game, you know, an, an off day here and there. I get it. But uh, that was much talked about. Uh, he did get in the game later later. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Thank goodness he did. Uh, Josh Harrison and Andrew Vaughn did not play. Uh, they were the only players to have an extra base hit in game one. Uh, Garcia stayed at shortstop. And Lenin Sosa uh, finally gets some playing time. He was at second base. Speaking of Lenin Sosa, uh, he hit a solo home run in the third uh, out into the left field fountain. First, a big league home run made it quickly. Uh, one nothing White Sox. A sixth inning, Yoan Mancata finally uh, he hits a solo home run to right center field. Uh, two one socks. Uh, Mancata is still floating around 200. I think it was his sixth home run of the season, uh, but it was a laser beam. And uh, hopefully, you know, maybe we can see more of that uh, soon, very soon. Aloy Jimenez followed up the Mancata solo blast with his third hit of the game, uh, advanced to second and after a Grandal walk, which was the first walk of the day uh, for the White Sox. Uh, there are two on and one out for Gavin Sheets. Uh, Royals brought in a lefty reliever. Uh, Sheets flew out to right field. Jimenez tagged and barely made it to third. So you have runners at the corner. Uh, for the legend, Larry Garcia, and he struck out. Now, he might have pulled something in a previous at-bat, Steve Stone and Jason Benetti uh, speculating on that. His swing did not look right, um, and he, the way he struck out, it, it almost like he was on one leg. He managed to stay in the game, but I'm curious to see what's going to happen to him uh, tomorrow. Uh, again, more injuries for the White Sox. Uh, again, speculation, we'll see, but he did not look good. Uh, eighth inning, uh, Aloy Jimenez walked to lead things off. Luis Robert, again, who didn't start the game, he came in to pinch run for Jimenez, and, and thank goodness he did. Gavin Sheets 
with two outs, some offense, hits one of those opposite field shots that he has been known to do, almost like an excuse me hit uh, down the left field line. It rattles around in the corner. And Luis Robert, in his speed, he scored from first huge insurance run at the time, 3-1 White Sox. Uh, again, thank goodness Luis Robert uh, was so well-rested from not starting in uh, game two. He was able to pinch run, and boy, he turned the Jets on for sure. I don't think Aloy uh, Jimenez scores uh, on that cue shot by Sheets down the left field line. Uh, Sox offensive line for game two, three runs, eight hits, three walks, nine strikeouts, three extra base hits, runners in scoring position, 0 for 5, making the Sox 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position on the day. Uh, not good, if you were wondering. Uh, Aloy Jimenez, though, 3 for 3 in game two, last 15 games slashing 429, 450, 679. Uh, pitching and defense for the Sox, Davis Martin got the start in game two. He retired the first eight batters he saw, uh, then some trouble in the third, a base hit, then a walk facing Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, he can be dangerous. Uh, Martin hitting 97 miles per hour to strike him out and get out of that inning. After three innings, only one hit, zero runs, a walk, two strikeouts. He was at 42 pitches. Uh, fourth inning, uh, Pasquantino hits a solo home run to tie things up. It was his second home run of the day. Martin only at 70 pitches as the sixth inning started. Uh, he gave up a two-out single to Salvi Perez, and that was it for Martin. Jake Diekman came into face uh, Pasquantino. Uh, again, who was trouble for the Sox on Tuesday? Diekman hitting 98 miles per hour. It was a full count, and he walked him on six fastballs. He did not throw a slider to the lefty Pasquantino. Uh, odd there, but all's well that ends well as Diekman struck out Dozier to end the inning. Martin's final line, he pitched well, five and two-thirds of an inning, three hits, one earned run, a walk, three strikeouts, 83 pitches for Martin. Seventh inning, the return of Ronaldo Lopez, throwing 100 miles per hour, strikes out Prado to start off the inning, hitting 98 and 99 consistently, which is a great sign coming back from that back injury. Gets the first two out, then gave up a single, uh, Lopez was ahead in the count all inning long, attacking very well and got a strikeout uh, with a 99-mile-per-hour fastball to end the inning. Uh, Kendall Graveman with a clean inning in the eighth, and then Hendricks in the ninth made it interesting, gave up a run, but got the save. Uh, good, you know, good on Hendricks. He sometimes is like a Pepto-Bismol, Alka-Seltzer uh, pitcher. Uh, it's sometimes not easy, but the Sox needed that. When they split the doubleheader, uh, Sox are back at it tonight and are going to send Johnny Cueto to the mound against the Royals. Uh, folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen to Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team 
and and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever uh, you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will recap Johnny Cueto's outing and hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Really appreciate you making time for the Locked on White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!